Our subject this morning that we're going to minister is along the lines of a study of faith. A study of faith. We're going to start out with an appetizer that will allow you to follow along with us. So I want to say to every individual that is present, to all of our guests, so thankful that you made the decision to fellowship in the power of the Holy Ghost with the family of grace today. You know, this is not the only church. There are many good churches, but this is the church God called us to. And it's like if I invite you to my home in the neighborhood that I live in, there are many, many, many beautiful homes, but I only have one in that neighborhood. So this is our home, amen? This is where God called and anointed us and appointed us, and we do our best to bring him the glory and the honor and the praise. So having said that, turn in the holy written word of God with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. We're beginning with our golden text. If you notice the reference of this particular passage, it says what it is. Faith is in the power of God. It's great that you have faith in your pastors. It's great that you have faith in your spouse. It's great that you have faith among friends, but there's nothing like having faith in the power of God. Amen. So the Holy Ghost, through the Apostle Paul, said, And I, brethren, when I came to you, I came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For you see, I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. For I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. I take the time often to explain that. That's not in the spirit of being scared like one would be frightened of the dark or frightened of a stranger or frightened of a snake. Well, not be frightened of anything for that matter. How many times in the word of God did Jesus say, fear not? But on the other hand, I don't advocate go picking up snakes of any kind. Amen. God cursed it. Let it be cursed. Amen. Don't take it in as a pet in any nature, form, or fashion. So I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. That's a demonstration, a manifestation of the power of God upon one to deliver unto the holy written word to those that have ears to hear. said, my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. We don't criticize education, but the mind educated without the spiritual endowment from power on high is not worth anything. Won't get you that far, amen? But... We're not saying one should not be educated. Speech and preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but how should it be? How should it be, church? What does your Bible say? Mine says in demonstration. See, the body of Christ, the church, has been so long without the demonstration of the Spirit Notice, and of power, that your typical, normal Sunday morning Christian doesn't even recognize it and quite indeed is afraid of it. So, Paul, by the Spirit in number five, said, our faith should stand 
in the power of God. Amen. Our scripture reading for the study of faith is found in 2 Corinthians 5, 7. Again, the Holy Ghost by the Apostle Paul. The King James says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. I like the study that I did with the Greek definitions for it reads in this manner. For we progress and regulate our lives through faith, which is a conviction or belief respecting man's relationship to God and divine things, not by the external or outward appearance. So if you're going to look, at how things are, you're going to miss what the Spirit of God is bringing into you. The supporting passage is taken from Romans chapter 1, verse 7. Again, the Apostle Paul said, The just shall live by faith. We're at Philemon 1, 6, right after Romans 1, 17. Faith is based on right rightful and lawful. Amen. Philemon 1.6, another supporting scripture, says that our faith acknowledges every good thing in Christ Jesus. Our faith acknowledges every good thing in Christ Jesus. The reading of the word says that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Now, for just a minute, I'm going to give, I'm building a foundation to get to the portion of what the Holy Ghost said to me on Monday morning. So in our introduction, everything that Jesus purchased for us is received in one way. What is it? By faith. Everything that Jesus purchased for us is received by faith. So we cannot please God without faith. Therefore, don't you think it would be important to learn all that we can about faith? God says in Romans twelve three that he's given every man the measure of faith. So we all start out on equal basis, every single one of us. God doesn't love one more than he loves another. In fact, there's no respect of persons according to Acts 10.34, Romans 2.11, and Ephesians 6.9. It's our responsibility to develop our faith. It's not my responsibility to develop your faith. I'm only to jumpstart, direct you by the Holy Ghost in the manner in which you are to go. But it's up to you. I want to ask you a question. You look like a very intelligent young man. How old are you? 38. Mr. 38-year-old, would you like for me to feed you? You wouldn't want your mother to still be feeding you your breakfast? How about lunch? How about dinner? So how many of you want to be a spiritual baby? I didn't think so. Whose responsibility is it to develop in faith? It is the individual's responsibility to develop in faith. So we know that God's given us the measure of faith. Amen. So faith has a way that it comes. Now, we're just in the introduction. We're laying a foundation. We've not even gotten started in the subject yet. Faith identified. Faith believes with the heart 
rather than believing with the mind or the physical senses. Brother Hagin used to say it this way. You can have doubt in your head and faith in your heart and your faith will still work. Hebrews 11.1 1 says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I, I, just, I think I'd do an injustice if I didn't deliver to you in my study of faith. Listen, this will be inspiring to you. Moffat's translation of Hebrews 11.1 1 is now faith means that we're confident of what we hope for. We're convinced even though we do not see. The Amplified says faith is perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Faith, according to the authentic New Testament, is proof of unseen realities. Berkeley's version is faith, a conviction of unseen realities. The centurion translation of the New Testament, faith is the title deed of things hoped for. The Good News Bible says faith is to be certain of things that we cannot see. Jordan's version says faith is turning dreams into deeds. Another translation reads, faith is persuasion of the manifestation of things not seen. Are you connecting the dot? If you're waiting in any manner of you using your faith, if you're, most people think of it as receiving their healing. But let's talk about money. If you're waiting to receive more before you do more, you're going to keep waiting. Faith requires action. The J.B. Rotherham in uh, Emphasized Bible says, Faith is a confidence of facts about things we cannot see. Weymouth's translation, the assurance we have now. The Williams version says, Faith is reliance upon the unseen world. Here's what our responsibility is. Acting upon God's word, expecting the results. Amen. So the reason we emphasize the word of God at this church is faith grows out of the word of God. That's why it's important to feed our spirits on a daily basis of the word of God. Amen. So how does faith come? I'll tell you how faith comes. It comes, Romans 10, 17, faith cometh by hearing and by hearing the word of God. On a regular basis, what we hear is what we will believe. So faith cometh by hearing. So when, uh, when you study faith, now I don't know about you, but this is my style. When I study a subject, I start in Genesis and I travel all the way to Revelation. Regardless of how long it takes, I'm, going, I'm just made like that. I'm wired like that. I'm going to stay with it. I'm on a, yesterday, I had three different. Now, I've got the computer. I've got my iPad. I've got my iPhone. And I've got two word study help books. And I've got my Strong's. And I'm doing word searches. That's how I study. 
I do word searches, word searches study. So this one on faith, I started in Genesis. If I gave you every passage that I've documented and reported, we'd be here to next Sunday. So here's what we're going to emphasize today. Under the subject of the study of faith, there's the measure of faith, there's faith identified, faith cometh, faith says, faith believes, faith acts, head faith versus the enemy of faith, sense knowledge, an enemy of faith, revelation faith, types of faith, unbelief identified, and how to maintain your faith. So when I was praying, the Holy Ghost said, go study and review faith says. Faith says, amen. So in Genesis, we're going to travel through the old covenant right quick. In Genesis chapter 1, 11 times, and God said, amen. And then in Joshua, we have Joshua 1, Joshua 6, talking about the word of God in saying. In 1 Samuel, we understand that book. Is about chapter 17, Goliath and David. I love what David said. He reached in his pocket and he said, I'm going to take your Philistine head off. Amen. Then in uh, Proverbs 6, 2 is in reference to the words of our mouth. Proverbs 8, our mouth shall speak truth. Proverbs 10, our words are a well of life. Proverbs 8, 21, 18, 21, everybody ought to know it. Death and life are in our words. Then in Daniel, we have Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They would not deny their God. So we're not going to study or teach any of those passages. The only purpose of me even acknowledging Genesis to the Gospels is for you to know in the book of beginning, God started talking about saying. So just write in big caps, underline it two or three times, put quotes around it, color it with different colors, and say today's message is about faith says. Amen. So I'm going to turn quickly then to Joshua 1.8 before we begin in the book of Matthew how this came. In Joshua 1.8, as I was praying, the Lord said to start here. And the reason he said to start here, do you remember last week? And I knew that it was happening. Sometimes I want to stop by the Spirit and say, do y'all see it? Do y'all see it? Do y'all see it? But if I disconnect from the Spirit and get over into the realm of the physical, that anointing will lift, and I didn't want it to lift. So this man came to receive healing. According to medical science, he's dying of cancer. Now, don't you think about this? Listen to me, church. Now, this is another thing that I marvel about. The same anointing takes care of everything. So he came up to receive healing. And all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost has me talking to him about money. Now, we realize you're not a member of this church, but you're here being fed a good, healthy, spiritual diet. So we just ask you, when it's time to receive the offering, put at least $10. You're getting more than a $10 spiritual meal. But at least put $10 in. Then I heard in here, ask him, does he have $10? Do you have $10? No, ma'am, I don't. Say, I have $10. Say, 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 I have $10. Were you the first one you normally are? 
this church, if they listen, the Holy Ghost is wanting you to get in the flow of something. So first person came up, reached behind him, and put $10 in his hand, and he looked down. Before the first one finished, a second 10. Before the second one finished, a third 10. So he's not looking at me. The Holy Ghost continually saying, Say, money cometh. Money cometh to me. Don't look down. Don't look. Just keep saying, don't look. It was a challenge for that man because it started flooding his hands, money, to the point. I I know what he was wanting. He he wasn't wanting to drop any of it. Wasn't wanting it to get away from him. But the Holy Ghost kept saying, don't look. Don't look. Don't look. Just keep saying, keep saying, keep saying. And then the Holy Ghost said, that's the way your healing comes. Your healing comes the same way. Don't be looking how it's coming. Don't look. Don't examine. Don't check up. But Pastor Cheryl, how are we supposed to know if our faith is working? Because I'll tell you, it's so simple. There will be increase in your body. What your body didn't want to do or couldn't function in, you'll find that you are beginning to function in it. A lady last week, some kind of lung condition, she had one of those beautiful little tubes in her nose and had her little satchel of oxygen carrying around with her. So what day was it? One day this week, the text at 1 o'clock in the morning from this dear sister, I have been, she's so excited, she had to tell somebody, I've been without oxygen for 10 minutes. Now, now wait a minute, listen to this. So then we find out She's not been able to get up out of the bed and walk to the kitchen without assistance. So she had to have assistance to move from point A to point B, C, D, E. Guess what? She said, when that pastor said for me to get up and come up there and walk, she said, I wasn't even thinking anything about, I don't walk by myself. I don't move by myself. She said, I just got up and walked. Do you understand that that was the gift of faith and manifestation? No, you wouldn't know that because you didn't know she couldn't move without assistance. Neither did I. So people say, why don't you tell us when the different gifts are in manifestation? You've got a Bible too. How many times do individuals go? I'm not against doctor's church. How many visits will one go to a physician trained naturally in medicine that treats nothing wrong with it from the outside, but if they don't get the revelation of the spiritual facts and truth on the inside, you can treat the outside all you want to, and it's just a matter of time. Hello? So we're treating the inside of man. Amen. So in Joshua 1.8, when I was praying, the Holy Ghost said, I was getting so excited just him bringing it back to me. What is it you want me to get in this? Go back to a study of faith and tell them they have forgotten the simple foundation of the ingredient that is most important. Faith comes by hearing and saying. But emphasize the saying part. Did y'all ever hear that joke about the little train that said, I think I can. I know I can. I know I can. Amen. So Joshua 1.8, going to jump start from here. This book of the law shall not 
depart out of thy mouth. Did you hear that? This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. My mouth has got to be a part of this equation. Didn't say my heart, did it? This book of the law shall not depart out of my head. This book of the law shall not depart out of my hand. This book, I mean, I got a head, I got a mouth, I got eyes, I got arms, I got hands, I got legs. Why didn't he say this book of the law shall not depart out of thy feet? Why do we complicate it? Why do we make it more difficult than what it is? If you know Psalms 89, 34, my covenant, my sealed agreement, my binding agreement, I will not break nor alter what has come out of my That's why he said mouth. Genesis 1, it came out of his mouth. God's mouth said, and it was. Not only it was, it was good. So if you know Psalms 89, 34, my covenant will I not break, nor not going to change it. So if we would pay attention to how the word says it exactly like it says it, and then go from Psalms 89, 34 to Psalms 119, 89. What does it say? You better know. Forever, O Lord, forever, forever, he said, thy word is settled. Then if you know Titus 1, 2, it says, he's not a man that he can lie. Then you go over to Hebrews and it repeats itself again. In fact, the word says he had nothing greater, nothing greater to swear by than his word. Why would we want to reinvent something else and change the ingredients? Here's the recipe right here. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. But if you will meditate therein day and night, if you will observe to do according to what? How can you just glance over that and keep going? If that word says to do accordingly to all, that means walk in love. That means forgive. Paul, by the Spirit, talked about how we're to dress. He talked about how we're to think. He talked about how we're to eat. He talked about how we're to treat our brothers and sisters. Talked about forgiveness. Talked about kindness. Talked about all of those things. He said, observe to do according to all. That all involves your money. It involves how you dress. It involves how you eat. It involves how you talk. It involves what you do in life. It involves you how you serve God. It involves every motive about your life. Every thought about your life. Are you hearing me? That thou mayest observe to do for then. Thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. So here's the steps to success. Number one, the word shall not depart out of our mouth. What does that mean? It means we speak the word continuously. Meditate on the word day and night. So let me tell you what meditate defined is. It means to calculate, to consider, to evaluate. To ponder, to reason, to reflect. Now we have calculate, consider, 
evaluate, ponder, reason, reflect, or to think. The King James says, think on. The New American Standard Bible says, let your mind dwell on. The New American Standard Bible says, let your mind dwell on. The New International Version says, meditate is to think about. The New King James Version says, meditate on. So here's the practical application. Don't you know I always love to give you practical applications? The idea of meditating is this. Our focusing our thoughts until they shape our behavior. Meditate is focusing our thoughts until they shape our behavior. In the practical application, the idea of meditating, what are we going to meditate on? The Word. Meditate the Word day and night. The idea of focusing our thoughts. Don't focus, don't, don't focus and meditate on what your pain is, where your pain is, how much the pain is. Don't focus on how much money you don't have. Focus on how much money you do have and then be wise enough to know how to use it. I faithfully examine the records of the church. And the ones that make a commitment to do something that don't follow through, they never get ahead. Never. How many times do you have to hear tithe? How many times do you have to hear give an offering? But if you've got to be told over and over and make commitments and you can't be disciplined to follow through with that, don't think you're going to get ahead in your finances. It's called mental agreement. It's called sense knowledge. It's an enemy to faith. And it's those little foxes that spoil and rob you of your faith. Smith Wigglesworth said, faith is an act. Faith requires action. Our works don't do a thing in the world for us, but faith without works is dead. It's dead. Well, Tony is here. Lo and behold, stand up. Woo, Tony, you're going to make me shout. Aren't you thrilled that he's here? You even look different. Church, do you see this man looks different? This man looks stronger today than he did. That's increase. That's his faith working. Woo, come on, somebody. It's time to shout. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So you, it's your job as the preacher to tell the people they should observe to do according to all. But they may leave if we tell them they need the tithe. What if they get mad if they make a commitment and they don't keep it? It won't bother me if they leave because I'm about 100%. I press for 100. My job's to teach and preach the word under the power that it convicts their own spirit that they're not being observing to do according to that law. That hurts your faith. Did you hear me? That hurts your faith when you don't follow through with what you say you're going to do. Hurts not my faith, hurts your faith. So the practical application, the truth is, what we think is what we become. You know what I'd do, sir? Here's what I would do if I were you. How's this thing go? What do I have to do? Okay. 
I'm talking to you, roller thing. You roller thing with four wheels, I serve notice on you. The day will come when you will no longer be in my presence. I will have no need of you whatsoever. It's a good thing that I have you right now, but you're a thing of the past. I call you a thing of the past. I have no need of you in Jesus' name. I'm passing by, and you're passing on with. You... Don't tell me you can't talk to that thing. Jesus talked to a tree. Jesus talked to water. Jesus talked to a storm. You can talk to anything you got faith to talk to. Come on, church. Observe to do, and then you'll make your way prosperous. What we think is what we become. Where we keep our minds is where we are and where we will stay. I don't despise that thing, but I don't befriend it and bed down with it for the long haul. Faith is an act. Faith is an act. Where we keep our minds is where we are. Observe to do all that is written. Then what will happen, Mr. Attorney? We'll prosper and have good success. Who makes us prosperous? We do. What does Third John 2, what is it, beloved? beloved. Look out here. You see any beloved? They're all beloved. Are they beloved? They're all beloved. What did God say about the beloved? I, I wish beyond Above all things. Above all Thing. Measure all things that thou what? Prosper. That they do what? Prosper. Oh, God doesn't mean for the believer to be prosperous, Mr. Attorney. Yes, all prosper. Oh, no. That may... Oh, if... Now, you know what the world's going to say about that. It's all right for the world to have the jet. It's all right for the world to have the meal. All right for the worlds to have the jewel. All right for the world to have the best. Not the church. Now, you know Jesus didn't even own a suitcase. He couldn't even afford a full pair of shoes. Yeah, he wore flip-flops. That's the world. Don't you let the world make you succumb to their way of thinking. Come on. No. Well, they can't look at me right now and tell that I'm... Pro then work your faith. Get out of the $5, $10 faith realm and press in and increase until it's 25 then it's 50 then it's 100 then it's 250 then it's 350 three, then 5 then a 1000 You stay right where you want to, all you want to, but I'm not going to... Listen, listen, I'm not going to feed you forever. Then we will have good success. Do you all know that we're just now beginning in Matthew? 